Before Dementia is proudly brought to you by station sponsors The Dirt, 26 Light Crescent, Mount Barker, for all your off-road camping needs. How are you? Oh, exceptional. How are you? Oh, fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) The sun's shining, so woohoo. It's all good stuff out there. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Adventure Before Dementia here on the fantastic Hills Radio 88.9 FM, the voice of the Adelaide Hills. And the voices you are listening to are Anita and Mike. And we're on until (laughs) nine. Bless you. Thank you. It's all that spring blossom, I think. Spring in the air. Um, We're on until nine o'clock this morning, and this morning we're talking about... The magnificent Flinders Ranges. (gasps) Have you ever been there? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Many times. And why would you go there? Well, for me, the photographic opportunities. Photography is amazing. The wildlife, as you can hear. And it's just a stunning, stunning place, which is ancient and rugged and the the hillsides if you're taking photos depending on the color or the change of the day you can either have it red or blue and just the green grasses and red dirt and it is quite a unique environment amazing. yeah um, it's about five hours north of adelaide and if you've never been there it's regarded as uh, one of south australia's iconic ah, destinations it is and it's a beautiful place to be it's on the fringe of the desert tracks so if you you could either use it as a place to go as a one-stop uh, holiday destination or j- just a stopping point to explore those, uh, you know, the desert tracks of Oodnadatta and up the Strasleki, up, up up to Birdsville. So. And it's huge and there's so much to see and do there and if you get bored, well, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> That's it. So we're going to be talking all about that today. That's right. But first off, we're going to have a bit of Jack Johnson. There was a bit of Jack Johnson and My Mind is for Sale. You're listening... Oh, that's off his new album too. You're listening to Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9 FM Hills Radio. And don't forget, you can download our podcasts... Really? ...from the iTunes. Yeah, and it's, we're a bit behind at the moment, but, I, yeah, I have to um, grab 30 them. 30 years? have to grab them. Oh, that's just Adelaide, isn't it? I have to grab them and delete certain things like music and stuff like that before I can upload it. But you can listen to our lovely um, information because we're full of it. That's it. <laughs> and why are we full of it? Why, well, why are we so credible to be on the radio to talk about travelling in Australia? Well, we've done a bit of travelling ourselves. We've done the big lap. Uh, we have travelled around. <laughs> and uh, we've written for a number of popular four-wheel drive camping and caravan magazines and these days we run our own store dedicated for off-road enthusiasts of camper trailers. There you go. See? So we're Bringing not... the best brands to Adelaide. I'm, oh, that's I'm right. So. Yep, from the east to the centre. That's uh, it. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> this morning we are talking about that beautiful area, that iconic destination, the Flinders Ranges, just north most, of Adelaide. Do you reckon most people have been there? If they haven't, they've got rocks in their head. <laughs> or if they go there, they could get rocks in that's their head. That's right. Because it is uh, just an abundance of uh, beauty, especially this time of the year. Yes. When you've got... A it's not too hot. Full on... Well, this is when they say is the best time to go. Yes. April to... So April to... October. October. It's not too hot, but yeah. it's... Uh, you've got the beautiful uh, 
Spring flowers are coming out. That's right. The uh, mulla mulla. Yep. And the egg yolks, I think, are there as well. Okay. That's, Did you just make that one up? No. That's that's an actual desert flower, the egg yolk. Okay. Is there a back on in there as well? <laughs> no. And there's lots of other... Mushroom? <laughs> no. <laughs> Big bin? No. There's, uh, it's like a daisy. Okay. So, you know, how you got yep. yellow and white. Oh, yeah. And then uh, there is lots of wildlife. Yep. Heaps of wildlife. And if you're not an expert on uh, floral species or anything like that, <laughs> if you grab yourself one of these great touring books, such as The Adventurer's Guide, The Flinders Rangers by Ron and Viv Moon, oh, yep. it's got Heaps. all the geology and all the information that you might find interesting in that area. All the details are in there, isn't it? It's amazing. There's nothing worse than having gone to a trip to a place and then picking up a book afterwards and finding out a, a, about ruins or, you know, oh. things that you just didn't know about. So yes. it does it does help to have a do a, do yeah. a little bit of research yep. before and you go. And don't just go to Wilpena Pound Hell no. and pick up some pamphlets because there's so much you can find out online, books, yep. ask around because uh, if you're going with a club as well, Mm-hmm. A four-wheel drive club or whatever, they'll they'll have lots of information. Yep. And I think there's even lots of painters and, and people like that go there and prop themselves up for a good day and do some painting. Absolutely. I mean, young Hans Heysen. Oh, Heysen. Heysen, Heysen. You'll, you'll get it right one day. <laughs> it's Heysenberger. <laughs> yeah, Hans Heysen painted a lot up there. Yep. And sure. uh, it's just because, it, as you said earlier, it, it is a magnificent, beautiful landscape. Yes. So, so where do you stay? That's we'll, it. we'll cut to the chase, skip yep. the important bits and go straight to camping. I suppose most people would camp at the Wilpena Pound Resort. I mean, that's. Uh, yeah. I mean, they have done very well to set up in a unique spot. I mean, that's the only place mm. where, well, one of the only places where you can hike into the pound itself, which is a crater-like uh, landscape, I guess. That's what they say. But it's located in the heart mm. of... Ikara Flinders Ranges National Park and it is a privately run um, business Yep. and there's over 46 powered sites and numerous unpowered sites if you're camping and then of course they also have the um, a visitors information centre, there's a, a little shop. supermarket yep. but there's also resort camping, uh, resorts accommodation Mm-hmm. So, you know, you like to. a hotel and and there's, they've even got these eco tents where you can actually camp in one of their tents, but it's it's got all it, the facilities in there. Does it have air conditioning? I think so. Air oh, conditioning, en suite and things like that. So there's all mixtures of that. But, of course, they always get booked out first, especially this time yep. of year. So you got to get on the internet. And it's quite popular for overseas tourists as well. Even if you Google Flinders Ranges accommodation, this cool little map comes up mm-hmm. with all the blue blue dots. Yep. And it shows you uh, the campgrounds mm-hmm. and station stays and okay. Wilpena Pound and things like that. So you can just click on it and it will show you. So, And you can, of course, book online, which yep. you should, because if you get there and you can't stay anywhere, That's the car's not titties. that comfy. <laughs> Car's not that comfy. So where have you stayed in Flinders Rangers? I have stayed at Wilpena Pound a long time ago. Yep. That was camping. So they've got flushing toilets and hot showers and the usual things that you expect at a caravan yeah, park. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Um, laundry facilities, a lot. Swimming pool. 
bar, yeah. restaurant. Where, anyway. el- where else have you stayed? <laughs> I've stayed by oh, a few of the bush sites, so like Brackina East Gorge. Brackina. Brackina. Yep. Well, everyone says it's different. Yeah. Um, I was just explaining it for the other people. That was my favourite, Brackina. <sighs> and then also uh, a station stay, Myrna Morna. Okay, yep. Myrna Morna Station and... Yeah, just a few other bush camps, but my favourite was Brackena. <laughs> yep. Because that was right on the, the so drive the, river bed, off yep. out of the river bed. Sort of, um, I think from memory, it's on the side of the hill, so you, at least the four wheel drive bush camps are on the side of the hill, and there's views up to, I don't know, is it ABC Mountain Range or something like that? Well, they say it's on the banks of Brackena Creek and Aruna Creek. Okay. So you've got six two-wheel drive sites there yep. and seven four-wheel drive sites. Yep. So you have to actually cross the creek to get into the four-wheel drive sites. So yeah, they are, when it's wet. Yep. We've camped there a couple of times. Um, and the wildlife, particularly the emus and the emu oh. chicks, they just wander through the camp in the late afternoon. <laughs> it's just it's just beautiful. You know, we've, we've been camping there and there's been... Uh, a kangaroo with her joey just laying on the ground, you know. Yeah, yeah. just it's just it's just beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> and the they also have uh, long drops there as well. Yep, which is big help. Fire rings. Uh, yep, fire rings and cooking cooking um, platforms and yep. things like that. Uh, but there's heaps of other campsites like there's one called Arkman that's got four sites. And that's uh, between the Hyson and the ABC ranges. Okay. So is that a walk-in or a drive-in? It's a drive-in for two-wheel drive sites. Okay. Then there's Aruna, and that's got 13 sites. Yep, we've been in there before. That's got a, got a ruin there and a big hut if it's, if it's wet. Yeah, the Aruna Creek and the ABC range again. Toilets. Then there's Cambria. That's got 13 sites. Coinda, that's a walk-in site. That's near... Um, the Wilpena Pound, mm-hmm. and that's closed during summer because of the higher risk yep. of fire. There's the Dingley, Dingley Dell, that's got eight sites. Coolamon, which has six two wheel drive sites and eight four wheel drive sites. I think if you do a bit of research prior to going, I mean, we've looked at some of these sites before, and you drive in and there's bollards everywhere. <laughs> Um, so it's some are more suited to tent camping, some are more suited to camper trailer yep. um, camping. So do a bit of research first, talk to some people, and uh, I'm sure you make the right decision. Yeah. There's also, I'll just finish off as nearly finished, Teamsters, which has five sites and two are suitable for buses. Righto. So, yes, you can get a bus in there yep. and uh, camp in there. That was Teamsters. Uh, Trezona, that's got 15 sites, so there's heaps of camping sites. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, uh, Yonguna, that's got four. But then, of course, apart from that, you've got station stays. Yep. And that's a great experience because that's completely different to a caravan park, to a bush camp, mm-hmm. because you're actually staying with station owners. Mm-hmm. And you can... Um, they, may, they may have a large involvement in your stay or n- yeah, not much at all. That's right. Like in Myrna Morna, we went and spoke to the owners and then at night they actually had a sing-along around the campfire. They had two big campfires going and they had uh, a guy, Rodney, R&R, yeah. came up and sang some bush songs, camping songs. Folk songs, yeah. Folk songs. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was a great experience. So that that's at uh, 
Myrna Morner Station. There's also Rawnsley Park Station, which is a mm-hmm. five-star, ooh, very uh, Flash. ritzy place, but also has uh, self-contained holiday units, park cabins, and then it's Caravan Park too. Uh, then there's also Willow Springs Station and then Gum Creek Station. So there's heaps of stations out yep. there. There is indeed. Oh, all you got to do is uh, hit, go to our good friend... Google. Mr Googles. Do your yep. Googles. <laughs> That's it. So, we'll just take a bit of a break. You ready for a break now? Yeah, breaking us all. Okay, we'll be back after our word from our sponsors. Oh, stress, mate. That's an impressive camper trailer. Where'd you get that? Mate, I bought it from the dirt off-road campers in Mount Barker. They specialise in Australian-made premium off-road campers designed to get you there and back in comfort and they're great to deal with too. Who are they, mate? The dirt off-road campers at 26 Light Crescent, Mount Barker. Now that I've given you the dirt, I suggest you get to the dirt yourself. The dirt off-road campers. Check out the dirt www.com.au. Hills Radio Sponsor. That is Muse, or that was Muse, and a bit of madness. Great song off their second Law album. You're listening to the Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9 FM Hills Radio. Of course, Mike and Anita until... Nine o'clock today. Yeah, and we're talking about the glorious... Flinders Rangers. That's right. And we have been inspired to talk about this today because on the long weekend coming up, we are actually going up there. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are participating in a... In an event called Oktoberfest. Hi. And it's when the four-wheel drive clubs of South Australia get together for a bit of a shindig. (laughs) And this one's being organised by the Mount Lofty four-wheel drive club, Mount Lofty Rangers. So if you're interested in four-wheel driving with like-minded individuals, why not get your Googles again and look (laughs) up Mount Lofty Rangers four-wheel drive club. Great bunch of guys. Uh, The club has got a number of accredited driver trainers. So if you've not done any driver training before or you're new to you're new to a vehicle even if it's one of those new dangled things with <laughs> automatic everything um, it does uh, you know you still need a few good skills you know picking the right line yep. tire pressures all that sort of stuff well it's not just a matter of jumping in the car driving whacking it into full drive there's things you do need to learn mm-hmm. and you might know everything but you don't it's, we always yep. learn something still that's good to yeah. To go away on trips with other people, yep. you know, s- safety in numbers. Yep. Um, Learn so how to do a recovery interest. and things like that as well. So, yep. yep. And to drive your car properly. There's another event on this weekend too, just straying from the uh, Flinders for a minute. It's called the Lower Lake Stockman Challenge and Bush Festival. Stockman Challenge. So uh, what's that all about? Well, it's about a Stockman Challenge and Bush Festival. <laughs> so there's lots of sort of oh. typical, would you say, cowboy, cowgirl type activities? Sort of. Do they call them that here in Australia? What would you call them? Cow people? <laughs> no, I wouldn't call them cow at all. Horsey folk. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, Wranglers. There, yeah, there you go. Um, there's lots of stuff like trade stalls, sheep shearing, damper making, camp oven cooking... Horse displays, food courts, leather goods, lots and lots of stuff, heaps of events on. And there is a, you have to register to be in the challenge, yep. which it already is and it's already up on the website. But that's on all weekend from yesterday to tomorrow at Strath Album. So get there and it's on from, I think, nine to five every day. 
but it is. And there's also the four-wheel drive muster, mm-hmm. which is sponsored by our lovely sponsors of our show. And that, Who's that? The Dirt. The Dirt Off-Road off Campers. campers. And that also has, um, you've got to register to get into that, and there is a um, favourites competition, the People's Choice, where Giveaways. you can win a double swag. Fantastic. Which is pretty cool. But, yeah, that's that's uh, a great event out there on, oh, I can't remember what road it's off, but it's, yeah, Strath Album, which is an ongoing event well done by a few of our friends. Yep, and the great news is that all funds raised go to help support charities such as the Royal Flying Doctor Service. So it's something, it's not only is it a great day out, but it supports important charities. That's right. And another thing is, is when you are in the Flinders Ranges, they do have events on up there too. Did you know that? Such as? Well, they have the Australian Boys Choir Community Day up there. But if you could imagine the sun setting, beautiful bush setting. Yep. Ah. So when you head up to the Flinders Ranges, which is 450 kilometres from Adelaide. Sounds like you just read that out of a book. It's not really that far, is it? No, it's about five hours, give or take. Yeah, roughly. Uh, There's, yeah. Which, uh, it's a pretty direct route, isn't it? far enough out of the city to get you into some fresh country air. But if you go beyond, you might want to check the Outback Road report. Yep. So you can get that on Google. Just type in SA Outback Roads. That's our good friend Google's again. Yes. But what can you do in the Flinders Ranges? Oh, there's lots of things we spoke earlier about. I think a lot of people just go there to relax in a bush camping setting. Yep. But uh, Take it in. Lots of bush walking. Yep. The idea is to uh, get off your little computer if you are a... <laughs> A young person listening to this show, get away from those electrical devices and go and play in the dirt. <laughs> Eat some dirt. And use those feet to walk around and see the um, amazing Flinders Ranges. So there's heaps of walks. There's yep. easy walks. You can take your bikes. You Moderate can... walks. Yep. There's easy hard ones. trekking. I mean, that one into the pound is, is a bit of a whopper. Oh, yeah. It takes, I think it takes a couple of hours just to get to the first scenic viewing point and then a couple more to get into the pound itself so you know it's for those enthusiastic people that walk around in those lycra pants (laughs) Um, no not that walking (laughs) sticks that's uh typifies some of the people of that area and good on them if that's what they want to do and of course you can do like mike said mountain biking there's scenic drives there's certain sites of history and and events no Certain historical sites, mm-hmm. not hysterical. And then, of course, the flora and fauna. So some of the great scenic drives you can go on, there's one just uh, at essentially the bottom of the ranges. It skirts around the pound itself and overlooks with great views onto the neighbouring ranges. That's called the Morolana Scenic Drive. Oh. Beautiful. That was my first um, yeah, my first experience of the Flinders Ranges. came up north through Hawker and got onto this scenic drive and yeah it's just... Is that the one that cuts through before we'll paint a pound? Yeah it's sort of around the base it's yeah. on the outside just yeah just out of that Hawker I think. You don't need a four wheel drive no, no, for? No yeah. just dirt um, but yeah beautiful views over rolling grassed hills That's and awesome. ranges in mm. both directions. You can see we'll paint a pound from the other side. Yep so that's pretty good. Um, once you go along the geological trail, which is a bit further north towards um, 
what's where's the roadkill roadhouse? What's that called? Is it Parakilna or something? Anyway, <laughs> f- further up north, you can get into the get onto the I think it's called the Geological Trail, and that will get you into Burkina Gorge um, and oh, yes. past. Anyway, that'll get you onto the Bunyuru Scenic Drive. So that'll get you up and over the hills with yeah, just some. There's a at least three, I think, uh, picture photo opportunities along the way and the road sort of swings left, right, left, right and you can get a shot of the car, <laughs> you know, flinging through these... Uh, Bunyuru races. Valley. Bunyuru yeah. Valley, that's And it, it says it's got a, an impressive razorback ridge mm-hmm. and the lookouts all start four kilometres north of the Wilpena Junction. Okay, yep. So, yeah. You've got to do Bunyuru that. Valley. That's right. There are a number of station tracks, private station tracks oh. that you can get on to really get a bird's eye view. Which the general public don't know about unless you're actually staying at the station. Correct. So these are locked gates, so you need the key to get yeah. into these. So probably the most famous one of those is Sky Track yep. on Willows, Willows Spring Station. Yep. Now that used to cut through the Yellowfoot Wallaby area, but it's had to be recut the track. Yeah. And it is quite a challenging track. There are bits where they are driving over quite large boulders and there's these licorice strips of where um, tyres have been before <laughs> you. And the slate as well. There's, I don't, mm. I'm not sure if people can go there still, but there was slate ones you had to drive up and when it was raining, it was uh, a bit of a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> so that's quite a challenging drive, that sky track. Mm. Uh, we did a few of the drives at Murnamorna Station as yeah. well. Yep. We've got quite a steep climb that climbs up the back of, of the pound. Uh, it gives you oh, a yes. different view into it that you would not otherwise be yep. able to see. That was driving all over the hills up the back there that yep. you don't normally get to see a different perspective of the Flinders because mm-hmm. you drive through all the, the pine trees. And then, of course, the gravel, is it changes from a white, almost quartz, mm-hmm. to a red ochre and it... And at some stages it just smacks up against each other and you've got this red and white mm-hmm. mix of gravel on the ground and you think, did someone place that there? But that's just how the Flinders is. And you can be barreling, barreling along, uh, for example, the geological trail uh, and all of a sudden you look ahead and there's this sheer rock face. So oh, this yes. red ochre rock face, it looks as though the road just smashes straight into this rock wall <laughs> and then it just swings around to the left at the last yeah. minute. So it is. it really is a spectacular environment. You've got to get yourself up there if you haven't. Or get, just get back there again. Yeah. And there's other historical places like Old Wilpena Station, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Aruna Valley and Ruins mm-hmm. out there, uh, the um, and the Apollina Ruins. So you've you got to, yeah, just... I think there's a few maps around that you can get that can show you where all these places are. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just do your, do your Googles. Yeah. <laughs> Or get onto one of these adventure guide books. Oh, yes, especially a, a book on oh, the Hemer or the Ron and Viv Moon books yep. on the Flinders Rangers. There's a few around. We'll be back after a word from our sponsors. There's a bit of Rat-a-tat-tat and a Take song called that. Abrasive. What a great song. That's a good driving song. An air guitar song. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep, anyway. <laughs> 
You're listening to Mike and Anita here on Hills Radio, 88.9 FM, an adventure before dementia until 9 o'clock this morning. That's right. And on the show today, we are talking about the magnificent Flinders Rangers. And before the break, we were talking about the National Park, I guess. And now we're going to jump in our four-wheel drive and cruise a bit further north into the northern Flinders Rangers. Aha. A couple of great spots up there. There is the Arkarula Wilderness Sanctuary. Oh, yep. So that's, a, again, a privately owned property, originally a pastoral station, but uh, the owner's got this great idea that, hey, this, these, this agricultural is kind of ruining the area. Let's... <laughs> get this crazy idea let's uh let's turn it into a wilderness area so let's get get rid of all the animals try and restore the native um native what do you call that stuff bush i guess <laughs> Warner. fauna fauna flora of a better word flora. and they've done an amazing job they've got a range of accommodation up there some magnificent bush walks the geology i mean the owners have uh, are essentially geology nuts and they, um, they've made the place very interesting to go to. Mm. They've got their own four-wheel drive track, which you can jump in their bus and go up, you know, like a razorback edge. Yeah. But probably you wouldn't want Joe Public to be driving up by mm. themselves. No. But there still is a four-wheel drive route that goes around the area to help you explore the area. Uh, in greater detail. Yep. Um, you know, on a self-drive thing. Oh, yeah. That, that lasts at least half a day. And that's a that's a bit different again to the Flinders. Because mm. a different perspective and it's more rugged. And then mm. you get more this isolated. view when you drive to the edge and you can actually look over Beverly, the mm-hmm. Beverly area where the, the mine is down there. You can't see it because the mine is practically hidden mm-hmm. uh, but the it's view an mine, yeah the view is amazing mm. looking over the plains so that's something well worth doing and all the rocks and things are, are pretty fascinating too <laughs> yeah and they've got a range of activities that you can do in holiday season up there i mean they've developed the area to offer things such as astronomy oh, courses yeah. so you can peer up into the sky with oh. their telescopes mm. um you're being out there, of course, you are a long way away from civilization, so there's not the interfering, uh, glaring lights yeah, of the city. That's it's right. Nice so, and clear. Yep. So they've got that, and as we said, the various four-wheel drive drives, uh, bushwalks, and just explaining the nature in a bit more detail. So mm. it's it's a really well sorted area. Mm. Uh, the accommodation varies from bush camping uh, down on the plains. There are still showers and, and toilets down there, um, which is nice for some people who like that sort of thing. Um, and overall, it's a great, great place to be. Another place worth checking out up there is the Gammon Rangers National Park. Now, there is a quite a long-winded Aboriginal name that normally is accompanied by this uh, by this park. I think it's called Volker... <laughs> One of those. Um, and if you'd like to escape the masses, so essentially uh, Akarula is the area which attracts people from far and wide, but if you like your own space, you can... You can climb into the National Park mm. in your four-wheel drive, of course. It's accessible for camper trailers, off-road camper trailers as well. And it's just, again, another beautiful area to explore and just camp and soak up the beauty of the area. But just remember not to camp in a dry creek bed. 
That's it. Because they can get instant flooding in the Flinders Ranges. Yes, that's right. In fact, one time... At band camp. That's right. One time we were up there... <laughs> It um, oh. Because it doesn't have to rain in the area that you are in no. <laughs> to create a flood. What generally happens, it rains somewhere else and then it rolls down the, rolls down the hills and through the creek and then all of a sudden it, you're in it. Oh, yes. So one time we were up there, we had camped at, I think, Gammon Ranges and we checked out Arkarula. Yep. Uh, we had backtracked to Balkanuna, which is where there is a creek crossing there and you can head up then north sort of around northern Flinders and uh, hook up with the desert tracks. Yeah there's a bit of a stop there where you can have fill up your water tanks. Mm-hmm. There's a, a shower, shower and yep. toilets there too. Yep. On oh, the ranger is there as well and then yep. you can actually do the drive out the back to the Lake Froome. Yeah yep. Lake Froome. So we had uh, we crossed the creek it was dry we were scooting up the up towards the Streslecky track and all of a sudden the mother of all storms oh. came through. Big fat rain drops. Oh. Uh, the sort of dry red road quickly turned into a clay mud bowl. Uh, we made the decision to U-turn and head back to Balkanuna. Yep. Bunked ourselves up at the Shearer station there for two days. Yeah. And the water in that creek rose up to, I don't know, it would have been maybe two metres. Yeah. And... Uh, we couldn't cross the creek no. for two days, so we yeah. bunked up in this Shearer's quarters for two days. Tried to, we got contacted the ranger via the CB, via the duplex function, which gives you a bit of extra range. He was caught up himself <laughs> a few creeks further down, and, and his uh, wife was back at the station yep. with the kids. So and um, yeah, so we were there with him, and he was down the other way. But he said, "Yeah, sure." Have a room because Bunk the rain was just torrential. Mm. It wasn't letting up and then... And the roads closed yeah, after that. that's right. So the whole Flinders was shut. Yep. Because there was... Uh, all the rivers and lat were flooded. Creeks were giant masses of water. I'd never seen anything like it. And you sort of think, yeah, sure, no way. But it does happen. I'll, I'll put a few pictures up on our Facebook page, Adventure Before Dementia, because... That's why they don't want people in there driving because once the water's the gone, yeah. it's all mud. Yep. And we were seeing giant boulders that were in the middle of the road and you think, how on earth can that get there? But water, water can just do that with uh, rocks and trees. <gasps> the trees. Oh. We but might that... tell you a little bit more about this after our sponsor announcements. We're talking about the Flinders Rangers on the Adventure Before Dementia this morning. And don't forget, you can download this as a podcast on our iTunes at a bit of a later date. That's right. But we were talking about getting stuck. That's it. Just before the break, we were talking about an experience where we got caught out by a bit of rain. Uh, A lot of rain. It was a lot of rain. Uh, we bunked up at the Balkanuna Shearer's Quarters uh, and waited for the river to subside or the creek as it was, but it was a river at that time. You could literally hear the water channeling or gushing down while yep. we were and we were camped inside yeah. at, at that time. So essentially what that 
what happened as a result of that is all the creek crossings on the way out were washed away. So you can imagine when you come to a cross, there's generally some sort of a, a bitumen entry, pipes, culverts, other things. So this parts of bitumen were literally <laughs> washed away. So if you walked, you walked up to the end of where the bitumen had ended and then if you drove over, the car would drop essentially mm. a metre and a half into yeah. a pit. Yep. So um, I remember jumping in, uh, <laughs> sort of booby man, booby water height, walking across the river just to try and work out what the depths oh. were and we had mm. to, to cross these areas even after a couple of days of waiting for the water to subside. Mm. I had to actually drive up the creek with our camper trailer on to find a spot which was safe to, to climb cross. up the bank. Even though it was all closed, mm. we had to get out. And yeah. Well, we didn't actually know it was closed no. until we got out. Got to the other end. Yeah. And getting to the other end, there was all mud and that dirt all over the road, so there was these big, big tractor, tractors coming in to clear mm-hmm. the road. Yep. Just I'd never seen anything like it. But that's, a, that's something to just say... Don't ever camp in a dry creek bread because uh, an instant flood is That's an instant it. flood. Yep. It's amazing. So just to finish off a bit now with the... Uh, uh, Flinders Rain is special. Yeah, there's a few apps you can get too when you're out uh, camping and finding where to go, Wiki Camps and, of course, Camps Australia-wide. But there are a few um, apps to find out what the flora and fauna is. So instead of okay. lugging around books... Yep. There's one called uh, Native Plants, mm-hmm. which actually, it's a buying guide, but it actually shows you the flower and the plant, uh-huh. and you can see what it is okay. and find out a bit about that. And there's also one called Wildflowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you just Google Wildflowers or plants, you can actually find out what these apps are, and you can download it all before you get out there, so you don't need service to see uh, these okay. things. There's another one by Michael Morecambe. And it's called um, Australian Birds. Mm-hmm. This one's cool if you like Australian birds. We watched this one as we were going around Australia because you can pick your region where you are mm-hmm. and you can also research the bird you're looking for, but you can see pictures, detailed pictures, and hear its call. Cool. Okay. So that was fun, checking out what this bird was and where so it was. So what's that bird that we can hear at the moment? Uh, that's called a crow. Okay. <laughs> That's a technical one, I can yeah. tell. <laughs> Go the crows. Oh, sorry, I just thought I'd get that in there. So the, it's such an interesting place. If you haven't been, try and get out to the Flinders Ranges, the Southern Flinders Ranges, Arcarola. It's a huge place. Do a bit of bush camping mm. uh, in season. You can have a campfire, cook some cook some bush tucker. Yep, it's pretty good. You can check out the wildlife. Take a swag or a tent. You know, it's not too bad weather and climate-wise. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. Good spot. And if you are up north going up towards the Gammon or the Arcarula, stop in to the Copley Bakery. Copley is just a tiny little town up there. Uh, <laughs> duck in there. They have, what do they have there? What's their specialty? Kwandong jam tarts. Yeah, baby. And meat pies and all the other stuff. So. And Kwandong is the local berry or plum out there, yep. which isn't sweet. It's very tart, like rhubarb and, mm-hmm. and cherry mixed together, but it's uh, something you've got to try. Oh, it's like you go to a bakery, you've got to eat what's in there, don't you? Yep. Okay, that's it. Stay tuned for Bricks and Mortar with 
Cam and Dave. And uh, we'll see you next week for a bit of solo travelling. Fantastic. It's been midnight all. Sarah. Bye.